like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Matthew Rosenberg on the line, and he is the founder and CEO over at MRAD Architecture. Matthew, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at MRAD Architecture and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in business in your career? Yeah, so I started the company – uh, just over six years ago, started by myself out of my 500-square-foot apartment in L.A. and really just hustled and tried to target and go after clients and people that I wanted to work with for a very long time. And I, I've been fortunate enough to sign a lot of those clients that I first made a list of, uh, you know, six years later. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. So you made your hit list when you're in your apartment. I can imagine you just sitting there making this list of like people you want to work with and you're dreaming to work with, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna get them one day. I'm in the I'm in the, the apartment right now. This is literally the entrepreneur's dream. I love it. Um, you know, so there's some people out there that are uh, they're not quite as far along as you. You know, maybe they're just um, starting out. They're just graduating college, or maybe they didn't go to college and they're just starting out um, in their career. What kind of advice would you give to that, that young entrepreneur that's really just getting started? Of course, with you now having the benefit of hindsight and, you know, being in business over six years. Yeah, there's a couple things that I reiterate all the time. It's one, be persistent. So anything that you're doing, keep going after. Keep trying to talk about it. And not to say never give up, but the persistence in targeting what you actually want it's so critical to the success. So many people keep working at something and then all of a sudden decide, I can't keep going, I can't do it, too risky, I don't have anything left. And it's so often that at that moment is that tipping point that you just needed to push a little bit a little bit farther. So one, be persistent. And two, talk about what you want, right? Most people believe that everybody around them understands what they want and that they're helping them to get there, but that's really not true. Everyone's pretty focused on their own path and what they want to do. But if you simply tell people where you want to be, what you want to do, and what you're doing or what you're trying to do, that's such a critical aspect to people being able to help you. And so if you could be really clear, and even though I never had a business or a company when it was just me, and I never even had clients, I had to you know, design buildings on pieces of land that I had no idea who even owned them, but I had to create a body of work. I had to, to some extent, pretend like we had a business, even though it was just me. But I told people that I had an architecture firm, right? And so you have to just be really persistent and tell people what you're doing and what you want. And then they'll be able to help you in ways that you never even realized. Man, that's great advice. And and I think also they what, what happens also is they get to gauge your serious and how serious you are about what you're doing. I find that so often it's like, you know, somebody comes up and they say they do one thing and then, you know, 
six months later they do something different, I mean, that's probably not your best referral person um, that you're going to get, you're going to trust your clients to refer to. But somebody like yourself who's persistent, who started, who kept building, you know, you add one client at a time, you can keep doing what you're doing. I mean, over time, that persistence, you're you're really branding yourself in your career. Just because you say you do think something once, you're right. No, it doesn't mean people should remember it. <laughs> it might not be till the seventh time you say you had your architecture firm before that same contact says, oh, yeah, this is my guy. That's who I should send that client to as a referral or otherwise. Man, I love I love your advice, Matthew. Um, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get more into what you're doing over at MRAD Architecture. So uh, first, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Yeah, so the business started off as an architecture studio and evolved pretty quickly into something quite a bit bigger. Uh, I kept realizing that, you know, people in architecture and students and people who have been in the industry for 34 years, they had this similar frustration where, they worked too many hours, they didn't get paid enough, and there was too much liability in the industry as a whole. And I wondered why I kept hearing the same thing and, and the same frustration and why people just complained about it but didn't really want to fix it. And so my goal became how do you fix the industry of architecture as a whole, which is sort of a grandiose idea but has rooted us in where our business model stands today. So. The way that we're trying to fix that is essentially extending the scope of the architect. So we do pre-architecture. We source properties. We analyze communities and cities and talk to neighbors and see what they want and see what a best use case or opportunity for development might be in a certain neighborhood in North America. And then we analyze. We look at code. We go into a lot of due diligence before development or project even starts. So to some extent, a real estate developer, but on a much broader scope in the sense that we're coming from architecture. So we're coming from a community standpoint and a design standpoint rather than just a number standpoint. And what we did then is we started to build out and understand how to develop and, and analyze through real estate as well. And then obviously we try to develop those projects. We bring in equity groups, we bring in development partners, and then we hire ourselves, hire MRAD for the development. We keep a bit of the equity. So, we're all partnered on that deal. So the goal is to bring in people who are the best of the best in development and then be able to partner with them so that someone's not just hiring an architect where they're not actually on the same level playing field. Everyone has some skin in the game. Ultimately, that gives us equity in projects and should pay out dividends at the end. So it gives us a bit of a security blanket down the road when the market turns. Then obviously we do architecture, we push the extent of engineering and design as much as we can. And then we take on interior design, so post-architecture as well. And we take on branding, marketing, interior design, custom product design and development, anything that goes into the brand and understanding of that building or that space. So we really look at the five senses. We design fragrances, so anything you smell, taste, touch, hear, all of these things go into your memory sense of what that building or what that space is. And so we look at this whole thing holistically and actually add a ton of value by doing so. Ultimately, it also gives us an opportunity to create revenue verticals through, you know, custom furniture and products and being able to sell those things. And so that's how we're trying to solve the broken industry of architecture. 
what kind of uh, so if somebody's listening to this right now and they're they're listening and like you know this is definitely a different conversation than they were expecting because they clicked on the show notes and they say okay MRAD architecture they're probably expecting to hear something completely different because your model is very unique within um, the industry and your peers so if somebody's listening to this they think it's interesting um, what kind of just so they know if they're the right person to call you um, what kind of clients do you typically work with what kind of projects. Yeah, so right now we're working on a, quite a broad scope of projects. I mean, not only do the scales and scale and type of projects differentiate quite a bit, but really it's anything from a lot of prefab housing now. We're looking at affordable housing. Anywhere from 300 square feet up to now 750,000 square feet. And we do we design hotels from ground up or existing infrastructure co-working, creative office, designing Ring and Amazon uh, headquarters in Hawthorne right now, and then really a lot of hospitality stuff. So I mentioned hotels, but anything else that we can sort of tie hospitality into. So whether it's offices or our multifamily and mixed-use projects, whether it be the restaurant downtown LA, we like to make these projects feel as though there's a hospitality access. So we also have four high-end spec homes in the Hollywood Hills right now. Um, and biotech research facilities. There's really a huge spectrum. I guess the only thing we're not really designing right now is a school, uh, but maybe one day. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Matthew, um, so if somebody's listening, what, what's the best way for them to reach out and learn more about MRAD Architecture? Yeah, they can find us on Instagram at mrad.inc, M-R-A-D dot I-N-C. Uh, or our website is www.m-rad.com, and then you can find our emails and reach out to us through there. Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, Matthew, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at MRAD Architecture. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on uh, Apple iTunes, um, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Matthew, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.